This is Schooling in His Name. My name is Jenny. I'm a homeschool mom of two, and this is my podcast where I talk about all things homeschool and maybe a little bit more. Um, Today, I really wanted to talk about, or I should say to, the parent who is thinking about homeschooling their child. Um, Maybe you've been on the fence for a while now. Maybe this is a total new idea that has popped up due to a specific circumstance in your house. Um, Either way, you're trying to make a pretty big decision um, whether or not to homeschool your child. Um, You probably have a billion questions that are flooding your brain. Questions like, do I have enough patience? Will my child listen to me? Am I smart enough to teach? Will my child end up hating me? Or will I end up hating my child? Um, These are all really common questions. And for the person considering homeschooling, it's definitely not uncommon to be thinking this way. Um, The first thing I would recommend is researching what requirements you must complete to homeschool in your area. Um, Where I live in the United States, there's some states that are super relaxed about it and there's some states that are super, it's hard to homeschool. Um, So much so that homeschoolers move away from those states. So it's definitely good to be familiar like, okay, how much record keeping am I going to have to do? Will my child have to be tested? Will someone have to come to my house? These are just really good things to know. So you're not surprised in six months or a year if you do decide to homeschool and you're prepared. Knowledge is power, so make sure you're doing your research. Um, As far as the tornado of questions that you have go, um, homeschooling is a really crazy journey and I don't feel like routines ever last that long in my house um it's always changing and the routine changes based on my kids ages the routines change on based on what my kids are doing for extracurricular activities the routine the routines change on the seasons that we're in as far as like the weather so I just feel like you can never get too comfortable in a routine because things are going to change. Um, as soon as you feel like you have this great routine down, something's probably going to happen where you're going to have to tweak it a little bit. Um, I had so many questions and I went to YouTube to watch a lot of the homeschooling moms um, YouTube channels about you know what curriculums they use and what a day in the life looks like for them. And as much as I think that going to YouTube to watch these things is beneficial because it does prepare you, I think you need to be really careful with what your, how you're setting your bar for your homeschool um, because it's every homeschool, and I know I've said this before, but every homeschool is different. So I used to watch... Um, a couple YouTubers, uh, I think it's called The Stoffer Life, and she had four kids at the time, and she only homeschooled two of them, and the other two she got a babysitter for, and so it's just, it, her dynamic was so much different than mine, so for me to watch her homeschool and to think mine would be anything like it is unrealistic. Um, I think it's a really good idea to watch just to get an idea of, you know, oh, well, she uses this curriculum and this is how she teaches it. I think that's fine. Again, you just need to be careful with how much research you do. Um, So as far as the questions go, 
I think you can talk to a seasoned homeschooler. You can watch a seasoned homeschooler's videos. You can listen to a seasoned homeschooler's podcast. But in the end, your homeschool is your own and it's going to be different. So just keep that in mind as you ask all these questions. Um, so I, I also think, and I didn't do this and I wish I would have done this, but it's called de-schooling. And I didn't even know what this was until about six months into my homeschooling journey. But de-schooling is essentially where after you pull your kid out of the public school system, you give them a break whether it be summer or in the middle of winter, you give your child a month-long break. I think it was a month-long break. For a month break for every year that your kid was in school, public school. So, and that time is supposed to be spent just pressing the reset button. And it's it's a way for your child to just be. Um, you don't put a pencil in their hand unless they ask to have a pencil put in their hand. Um, you just spend time together and you decompress. Um, I wish we would have done that. I think we took off a month and then we jumped right into it because we were all excited to start. But I wish we would have enjoyed our time without schooling. So I would really suggest looking into that and you will not fall behind if you take three months off. You just, you won't. It is extremely in my opinion, it is extremely easy to catch up as a homeschooler um, because you have that one-on-one ratio with your child of teaching them. Um, Whereas if they were put in the school system, they are 1 to 25. So you will catch up. You won't be behind. You will be able to teach them what they need to know. Um, So just something to really really consider there um another thing I would would suggest is don't buy any of your school supplies until after you've started now I'm not talking about curriculum I think obviously you need your curriculum and pencils and stuff like that but I mean I bought desks I bought bulletin boards I bought folders that I didn't even know what I would use them for I bought these little rainbow container shelf things and my kids don't even really use any of it anymore. Um, my kids don't use their desks. They're sitting in their rooms and they are used as a table, a surface to put things, to pile things. So I would just really suggest not making any big, big purchases purchases until you've kind of gotten a feel like, oh, you know what? Uh, little Susie could really use a desk because she really enjoys working at a desk and she said she did. Well, then go ahead and buy one. But I I just be careful of what you're going to purchase um, because you probably won't end up using it if you jump the gun there. Um, Another thing that I, or like the last thing, but yet the most important thing I suggest is if you're on the fence or if you can't convince your spouse or if you can't convince yourself or if you have family pushing against you or if you have friends pushing against you and making you doubt yourself, um, pray about it. (laughs) That's like the easiest thing you can do right now is just put it in God's hands. And that's what I did. I said, you know what? This is stressing me out too much to have to make this decision. Um, So, you know, if this is what needs to be done for our family, then God will make it so obvious that it will be an easy decision. And he did. He he made it a really clear 
decision for us. And of course, I doubted myself, but it gave me a whole lot more confidence to do it and to know that we needed to do it and to know that after a month of it not feeling good that we're not going to send them back to public school, that it, it, it just gave me this foundation that was really um, essential in my mind. So thank you for listening. I hope this podcast has blessed you. Um, you can connect with me on my Instagram, schooling in his name. I've heard from a couple of you. It's so nice to interact with you guys. Um, and I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks.